Hello and welcome to the only show where we talk TV, movies, and the surprising amount of leeway the police will grant a group of meddling kids after committing trespassing, vandalism, assault, unlawful restraint, and let's be honest, probably enough weed to get possession with intent to distribute. And we're bringing it all to you right here, right now, on the Third Reel Podcast. My name is Dave, and with me this week, as always, is Mike. Hi. And because someone left the door open, Ryan. Hey, hey. Come on now. <laughs> Ryan, what are we going to do here today? All right, so uh, what we do each week is one of us takes the others through a movie, usually of less than stellar quality, but always related to something newly delayed in theaters, uh, and we knock it down a peg or two. It's all in good fun. I mean, like what you like, except this week, maybe? Well, we'll see. So as you guys have probably guessed, uh, my week's pick is inspired by the premium video-on-demand release of Scoob. The latest incarnation of everyone's favorite Great Dane, and I'm not talking about my dad. <laughs> I wonder if uh, it's, I mean, you say premium on demand. It's like, yeah, it's, it's true, but like how premium, I wonder, is that movie? It doesn't look very... Uh, premium uh, uh, video on demand is what is the term that they're using now for the movies that aren't getting released in theaters. They're just going straight to the increased price rental. So yeah, th- after it's th- been th- out for a few for months, that. it'll drop it down. I don't know if that was sarcasm or sincere. <laughs> no, goddammit. <laughs> anyway, this past Friday was also the original planned release for another movie called Spiral, which is a spin-off of the Saw series. Uh, and I was actually surprised when I was looking into it how well these two franchises kind of lined up. Uh, so I did some digging uh, to find something that would really represent that. And... Although this movie was originally titled I Know What You Did Last Summer, I have renamed it The Case of the Phantom Fisherman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very good. I think I can already, from what I recall of I Know What You Did Last Summer, I can see some of the uh, tangential tie-ins here. Uh, And to keep things uh, easier for you guys, um, I'm going to try to think of this as like a forgotten Scooby-Doo story. So uh, we already know that starring Daphne and Fred a.k.a. Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince Jr. Nice. Um, so nice. I've dubbed like the other characters as Shaggy and Velma as well. So Shaggy's played by Ryan Felipe and Velma oh, yeah. played by Jennifer Love Hewitt. Wow. Okay. okay. You know what? I could see that as an actual 90s they Scooby-Doo could... cast. Absolutely. All right. Um, it also Dave, sounds I think like... you pulled it off. I, I challenged you, uh, <laughs> you through did. our chat to find something that can relate both to the Scooby-Doo franchise and the Saw franchise. Uh, I'm grading you, so we'll see how it goes. So far, good good job. A, a, uh, a work, A plus, maybe? A plus we'll on, the, on the thesis. All right. Yeah, yeah exactly. You. Let's see if you can uh, maintain the that throughout goes. the rest of the dissertation. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so many terms. Um, so yeah, I, uh, like I said, I like, I want to, th- I'm going to describe it to you. Like this is sort of a forgotten Scooby-Doo story. Um, I, when I was starting looking into this, it already sounded like they were posing as other people. Cause when you look at their names, Sarah Michelle Geller, Jennifer Love Hewitt, Freddie Prince Jr. They sound like fake names. Nobody uses <laughs> three names. Well, only if they're comes. in hiding. Exactly. It's serial killers yes. three or fake na- right? Serial killers or like FBI, uh, you know, safe safe house alternate names. Right. Secret identities or the uh, assumed identities. Uh, and then the one guy, Ryan Felipe's character, he plays a character, which I'm pretty sure is his porn name, Barry Cox. <laughs> 
so it's already set up to be to be like they're faking it. They're 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 yeah. hiding. They're trying to hide in plain sight. So uh, movie starts. Uh, this it's the Fourth of July weekend in some fishing town. Uh, we get to see some kids sitting on a rock by the water. I think he's having a bad trip because he keeps twitching at every sound that's going around, and he's spinning something that's shiny. Um, <laughs> so so seriously. we've already gotten started on a high. Exactly. Um, it then cuts to back in the, the town. Daphne's winning uh, the Fish Queen competition. I don't know what it's called. It's like their pageant. <laughs> so I'm just calling her the Fish Queen. Um, that do- her- that sounds very unpleasant. That doesn't sound like something you want to win. <laughs> it sounds like the opposite of a win. They uh, the the gang decides that they're going to celebrate this win. They head down to the beach. This is where things get a little freaky. Uh, Daphne starts telling Shaggy about how she wants to have his baby before he goes into rehab. Um, <laughs> he gets very drunk. Uh, they start telling stories. I don't know if they're talking about. Um, previous cases or previous murders, but they're talking about like, wasn't there a man with a hook? No, it was a guy with this. Like all the all the urban oh legend stories you got. Right? They're wow. talking about this around the fireplace. Uh, sorry, the fireplace around uh, just, on the beach. They're just setting themselves up to be the next urban legend, pretty Absolutely. much. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It, it, the uh, the foreshadowing is very subtle. So they get drunk. They get back into the car. Uh, Fred is the soberest of them, so he's driving. Uh, Shaggy's hanging out the root, the sunroof, screaming and drinking. Surprisingly, does. Uh, they hit something, and it they, and it they, just takes him right out of the sunroof. He's the it first actually to die. it leaves him with a bloody face because something. Oh like, really? Like oh my god, there's blood on your face. He's like, it's not mine. I'm like, so then why aren't you trying to wipe that off your face? You seem to be very collective and calm. <laughs> it's like oh no no everybody, it's fine. It's cool. It's, it's blood. Not mine. It happens it's all the time. It's not mine. They then have to figure out oh my god what we hit. They realize it's a body. It's a person. It's not a deer or a, some animal. Uh, very quickly, I was surprised how quickly everybody got on board with dumping the body. They're oh, like, so oh, they're shit. certain <laughs> it's dead? Does <laughs> someone like come up with a rock and be like, we're supposed to bash it in the head, right? No, they just see it bloody everywhere and just sitting by the side of the road. So they figure, oh, well, we've got to cover this up. <laughs> we, can't, we can't accept responsibility. Uh, so they take it down to the pier. Um, and as they're about to dump it into the water, they realize, oh, he's not dead. Well, this oh. has gone f- too far. Um, in he goes anyway. <laughs> so they change it from manslaughter to murder and vow yeah. to never talk about this again. It's a bit of an uptick there. You think they would have just yeah. been like... Yeah, I mean, they were, they were at the, the edge of the water. I guess they figured, well, it's too late to accept responsibility for our actions now. Um, let's just push him into the water anyway. I, mean, but like, I think I mean, they tried I, to weigh him down a bit. I gotta figure at this point he's unconscious still, right? Like he's not. He's not. Well, he started a conversation with them. No, because they decided maybe we should look through his pockets. I don't know if they were just thinking, you know, to to take his money too, um, <laughs> or at least know who their victim is. You know, if we're and gonna kill like, him, uh, we should need some kind of s- uh, souvenir. He's like, oh, I'm not dead yet, and I'm like, oh dead. no, no, you will oh, be shit. when we're done. Don't worry. Yeah. And like if that's the if that's the plan, so then like carrying him back to the side of the road and being like, Hey, we found this guy like have the driver drive off and have like two of them stay back, like the two that look like they're hikers or whatever, stay back and be like, Hey, we were you know, we were walking down the road and we saw this guy lying here and so we called Dude, are you okay? <laughs> or you know what? <laughs> like, if he's it like It seems like an easy easy fix. 
they should all just pretend to be unconscious and as he wakes up they all just pretend to wake up at the same time and like oh what where are we what happened, what happened whoa here? crazy party man so strange after they look at his driving? wallet they know his name is john they're like whoa yeah. john you drank so much dude <laughs> all right bye that was the best party everywhere man don't lose our numbers see ya off they go and john's left thinking whoa what an amazing party this was who were those people <laughs> Why is my face covered in blood? <laughs> Why doesn't um, my ID actually say John? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Velma eventually gets on board. They dump the body. Not like it was supposed to be just a, a very simple, just roll it. First, you toss them into the trunk. Then you drive them down to the water. Then you throw them into the lake or nice the, and easy. whatever. Um, oh, so but they, of course, have- he puts up a bit of a fight. He grabs the crown, the fish queen crown. Um, <laughs> they have to wrestle him a bit. Has the she been wearing she, it the whole time? Yeah, the entire night. She's been wearing the, the crown the whole night. Um, she gets put... Uh, he goes into the water with the crown. Shaggy's like, fuck that. Dives in after her. Dives in after him. Grabs the crown and wrestles with this person underwater to get the crown. And then comes back up. And then they're like, anyway, let's never talk about this again. We can just wipe this all under the rug. Move on. I mean, people can't this, hear me shaking my head, but I'm shaking my head. This just seems unwise on many different levels. I'm not sure I fully understand. It almost seems beyond your typical teen horror movie unwiseness. Yeah, exactly. Well, because it's not a teen horror movie. It's teens uh, avoiding their responsibilities and uh, dumping a body. They're like, let's, right? it's let's like, just not embrace this. It's like those old horror movies where it's like, oh yeah, the, the monster was your virginity or something. Exactly. This was um, drinking and driving, I guess. Yeah. That's the moral lesson. I don't know. The moral lesson near the end gets a little ambiguous, uh, but I'll come to that. So a year later, uh, they're not looking good. Uh, Daphne was supposed to be an actress in New York. She's instead working at the perfume counter in a one-room department store in this small town. Uh, Velma uh, looks like a drug addict. She's failing at a college. Uh, Shaggy is a rich douchebag prone to violence, but he was like that at the start of the movie, so nothing's really changed for him. Um, And then, of course, the stuff starts to happen. Uh, Velma gets a letter, says, I know what you did last summer. Now, she is obviously the weakest link because she then... she takes this letter and starts going to each of them in turn and waving the letter around, not even quietly, <laughs> of like, they know something. People know. And everyone's like, you need to calm down. She busts you into people's to- works and is like, remember when we killed that guy last year? That's what Someone she was doing in about the store. It. She's I mean, like, what else? they know what we did. They know. They're coming for us. We need to talk to the police. And uh, was, Daphne's like, you need to calm the fuck down. That time we bashed someone in the head with a rock. <laughs> and then he took my crown or your crown. I don't remember who was wearing it. And then we wrestled them in the water and just like lays out the entire thing. <laughs> you you see, you're saying that sarcastically. But she did at one point yell out, he was still alive when we dumped him in the water. <laughs> in public. In public. So now it's not, I know what you did last summer. It's everybody it's in your everybody knows what you did last summer. Um, so uh, the phantom uh, fisherman, I was debating between he was the phantom slicker or the phantom fisherman. I like the alliteration of phantom fisherman. Um, I just want to say sometimes uh, it doesn't, the, your background thinks that your arms, your red arms aren't part of your body and they just disappear entirely. And you're no, no, like it's sometimes of the all it is is your white torso. It's <laughs> it's rather unsettling. 
to watch you disappear. Yeah, you're, it fits the theme. Anyway, I, I just had to <laughs> go ahead. Um, so because because Velma gets the bait, she tries to do some digging, and she thinks it's this Bobby something <clears throat> that they killed uh, because his girlfriend died the year before. Um, the Phantom Fisherman starts harassing them all in turn. You know, I think to uh, equal, uh, you know, escalations. Uh, Daphne wakes up. Uh, Daphne's actually harassment was pretty funny. It's kind of like one of those uh, room chasing scenes from the cartoon where, you know, like they run into one room, they run into the other. The yeah. only difference is she didn't know he was in the house. So she's going into one room. He's going into the other. Oh, and no. back and forth. Okay. <laughs> but I still played the music to, to lighten the mood. Uh, she wakes up with a haircut and, and wearing her crown again. Uh, Shaggy. Huh. Well, that's, uh, he, that's rather nice of him. Uh, yeah, imagine you know, if there was... Because she had was... to go to a parade that day, so he thought, would help her get her ready? She's got to pass that crown on to the next winner this year. It kind of sounds like the hero that we need in these uh, quarantine times. Okay. So just go into my house <laughs> when I'm asleep, <laughs> give me a haircut, leave a little tiara on my head, and a little bow in my hair. The fact that she has to uh, give the crown to the next person clearly explains why he had to, to jump in the water and wrestle it back and fish it back body. out. Yeah, or the not dead body, I guess. Uh, Shaggy, on the other hand, um, when he was in the gym, he hears somebody uh, moving around. He gets out. There's a a picture stuck into his locker. Uh, Someone's stolen his jacket. He finally gets out, and someone has stolen his car, and he actually gets hit by his own car. And then he sees the phantom uh, fisherman just hovering over him with a hook for a hand and then walks away. Um, Velma... She ends up with a trunk full of crabs. Uh, there's a stiff buried in there that used to be her crush. Um, she freaks out in the middle of the street going like, what is going on? And then when she goes to show people what's happened uh, about the crabs in her trunk, it's all gone. Uh, so it's cleaned up in like two seconds. And Fred... <laughs> so so this, this phantom fisherman is so dedicated to his craft of terrifying people first uh, that he fills the trunk with crabs yep. and then removes them all. And removes them all. You, and there's no water or anything left. You're so not, he had it lined. <laughs> so so he's also got like a shop vac. He's uh, yep. of the trunk. He's got to clean it all up. And Not to mention that she, like, she was driving the car down the street when she realized this happened. Pulls over. She's like, what is that sound? She opens the trunk and she sees the crabs everywhere and they're all over, over this body. Um, so there was a dead body in the trunk as well. Oh, the, is the, the dead body gone just, as well? Yeah, everything's gone. It's like compl- it's like nothing had ever happened to the. It, it's so, like she's crazy. So she's as like, the look, cam- you got to look in the trunk. Yeah. So in the background of the cameraman, there's just a guy in a fisherman's outfit with a sack of crabs on one o- over one shoulder yep. and a dead body over his other, <laughs> just like sulking, sul- what skulking off in the background. But he also had to be following her the entire time, so that when she pulled over and freaked out about it and ran away, he could then now's my chance to zoot to swoop yeah. in and clean all yeah. this up. It's a lot of effort. <clears throat> and Fred got a note. That's not that it. And that's oh, it? That's, that's all that it. He just gets a note. Yeah. It's a post-it note. It's on his mirror. And it's like, look, that's I it. ran out of tiaras. I didn't have time to cut your hair. Uh, I had to do this whole trunk cleaning Yeah, look, thing. the whole trunk thing. I was thing, running short of time. <laughs> it took a lot longer. It was a lot more work than I expected. Let's just uh, pretend I, I terrorized you and let's uh, move on here to the next stage. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I can appreciate that. I'll go with that. <laughs> so in, Sco- in true Scooby-Doo fashion, they decide they're going to lay a trap for this guy. And their plan is Daphne's going to be in the parade. So she's going to be on, on big display. So she's going to be the bait. <clears throat> and the goal is they're going to spot 
the Phantom Fisherman. So basically, they're looking for a guy wearing a slicker in a fishing town. <laughs> and then the, what they don't realize is the parade is called the Fisherman's Parade. It's, it's everybody's the, wearing It one. is a fish-themed parade. Everything about this town is fish-themed. So every other person is wearing a slicker. No, wait, you're this, serious? I was joking. Oh, yeah. I mean... I knew he wasn't joking because this is supposed to be a shitty movie. So, of course, everyone else is wearing the exact same brand, model, and color of slicker that the bad guy is wearing. And they've all got crabs over their shoulder. That's right. And a dead body over the the other shoulder. It's not even the bad guy because the bad guy are the four people that we've been following around this whole time. I know, right? (laughs) It's it's the victim who's just getting his comeuppance. Let me tell you how, how bad this trap goes. Um, yeah, like as you guys already pointed out, yes, there's people in slickers everywhere. This results in shaggy um, tackles and assaults an old man because he thinks it's the guy. Uh, later, because um, things get moved inside, and, and so they dump his body as well, and that's going to be the <laughs> exactly. Movie. They're like just add it to the pile. Um, later, he gets attacked while he's watching the um, the pageant uh, while Daphne's sitting on stage. So Daphne sees him getting attacked. She freaks out in the middle of this pageant. She's screaming. Everyone, she's you guys have to help him. You have to help him. Everyone's just treating her like she's some hysterical woman. Doesn't nobody thinks should we go see where she's pointing and screaming? I mean, in the nineties, that it's any time a woman uh, yells, "Oh, it's her period." Oh, <laughs> it's her special time. Um, so they wouldn't even say the word period. So. A- after uh, so, his body is now gone. We don't know what what happens to him. Um, she later gets uh, a cop killed, as well as her own sister. And Jesus. A, a, then finally, she gets assaulted about two feet away from this fish parade. Uh, she's off in, uh, in an alleyway uh, and gets attacked by the Phantom Fisherman. So, not the best trap they've laid. No, no it does not sound um, like it. <clears throat> Velma, she decides to, to go down to the docks. Uh, she needs to talk to Fred. Uh, she learns that Fred went to Bobby something's funeral. Uh, and so she assumes that he's behind everything. Oh my God, you were his friend. You're getting vengeance on us. I need help. Runs away screaming. As she's running down the docks screaming, some dar- a dark figure steps out, clips Fred because Fred's chasing her and says, quick, get to my groat. Uh, so she then runs to the murderer's boat. So it's the phantom fisherman who came out and attacked Fred. And she's like, this man must be here to help me. I'm going to go hide in his boat. I mean, uh, she was like running around and accusing a lot of people leading up to it was that. She was just anybody. everyone she ran into. It's him. It's him. It must be you. It must be you. <laughs> um, she's now trapped in the boat. He then takes he takes the boat out to the water. Uh, He's like, "This is so, too easy. This, this is so the- easy. Oh my god!" And I could just dump her body. Um, He's like, but it turns out tiara. it's not. So they thought it was Bobby something that they killed. Uh, it was not Bobby something that they killed. Uh, it was actually the person that they hit with their car was Bobby's girlfriend's dad. So the the whole story fo- comes out that um, Bobby was going to kill himself that night. Uh, but instead, his girlfriend killed Bobby because his girlfriend died because of Bobby. And now they hit the dad. So they struck the oh. guy who killed Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, so they so they took out a murderer when they tried to dump the body. They were actually taking out a murderer. They were doing the right thing in a roundabout way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would call it the right thing. Right is a little <laughs> subjective <laughs> here, but I'm like, it is subjective because they just killed the murderer. So, but they you know, didn't. Eye this for is an the, eye. this is the dad. 
Yeah. So they dumped the body, but he got back out. Yeah, yeah and well, I mean, so he wasn't dead. Yeah, well, they, they tried to. They tried their they best. They tried to kill a no, murderer inverted. They didn't. They tried to cover up the fact that they had hit a, as far as they knew, innocent person. And when they didn't, so, so not only are they not good people, but they're not even good, like, murderer stoppers. <laughs> wow, buzzkill Mike yeah. over here. Jeez. I'm just saying that they're shitty people and they should feel bad and they clearly don't feel bad <laughs> enough. <laughs> Um, Fred steals a boat from the pier again I guess adding theft to the list of their crimes um, gets out catches up it's to a misdemeanor boat. at this point that's right uh, there's a big fight uh, the phantom fisherman loses a hand and then the body gets tossed overboard and we never see him again so everyone assumes well he must be dead because that's what they assumed last year um, they get back <laughs> it to out well for them last year. <laughs> and that worked out so <laughs> well for them they get back. They take the boat back to the dock. They call the police. Uh, the police believe everything that they said. You know, obviously, this is the person that's been going around killing people and killing the cop and killing. Just, no evidence whatsoever. Just, <laughs> just to double the words. Just to double check. Saying, this is for white people, right? This is for white people. Yeah, yep. that's all the and evidence they need. Place, I mean, and this uh, takes and place found, somewhere in the United States. They did. They did find the severed hand on the boat. Um, so they're like, well, that's enough. Well, no, Mike. Uh, the big obviously twi- you wouldn't have just kept the hand of a body you were disposing of, <laughs> right? This must be the murderer. The big twist of the story is that it took place in Canada all along. <laughs> um, and when they're when the cops are asking, like, so how did you know this person? They flat out deny any connection. So all the digging that she's been doing of like, where did this come from? And why was it this person is talking? They're like, we have no idea who he is or why he's targeting <laughs> us. So the moral of the story being that if the cops don't catch you red-handed, deny, deny, deny. deny. <laughs> well, I mean, so so that's <clears throat> kind of like good life advice. <laughs> Unless your lawyer is the one doing the talking. And you're, if you're talking to the police, your your job is to shut up and not say a single word. Yep. So, Welcome to the Third Real Podcast, where we talk movies, <laughs> TV shows, and uh, legal advice. Uh, how to get, how, yeah, legal advice. Contact your attorney. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Period. say anything. There is no other legal advice to be given. <laughs> so that's actually the end of the movie, but because it was the uh, forgotten Scooby-Doo film, I did add a bit of a prologue. Yes. Um, there would have been a lot of therapy to follow. Of course. Uh, because both Daphne and Shaggy were attacked, they suffered a bit of de- brain damage, uh, <laughs> so resulting in a bit of a personality change um, as, they were, as they were rehabilitated. Because none of them felt safe again, uh, they decided to all get a van together and just yeah. stay on the move. And, and of course, Shaggy t- has me- marijuana medically. He's got uh, marijuana. It starts, at least, so for his he's anxiety. Trying, he's trying to deaden his anxiety. They get an emotional support animal. Yes. Um, to help. <laughs> nice. And and they take on, they start trying to help others escape the monsters that haunt them yes. as they can never escape their own. And the Scooby-Doo Genius. franchise is and born. And the Scooby-Doo franchise is born. <laughs> Genius. Oh, wow. Just. All Thank right. you. Uh, Thank you officially... for joining me on, we, this, we... <laughs> on this trip down. Uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer, a.k.a. Uh, the Tales of the Haunted Fisherman. Oh, sorry, yeah. the Phantom Fisherman. We, we officially grant you your, your PhD. Oh, thank you. Um, in, in uh, what was it? Movie, no, movie merging? Yes, there it is. Yep. 
D- Dave, you are a master's. Thank you. PhD. Thank you. I don't know how the education system works. Uh, <laughs> well, Dave, I mean, thanks for uh, jumping on that bullet for us. If someone was like, the feeling, hey, I feel like watching Scoob, or maybe I want to watch a Saw movie spiral thing, and I don't want to drop 20 bucks on buying it because it's premium. I'll just go watch something else. And somehow their brain connects the two and lands on I know what you did last summer. You have now saved them their sanity, it sounds like. This pick was actually uh, influenced a lot by Shelley. I was going to stop with Saw. I think it was going to be, I was originally going to talk about Saw Saw 3D, the final <laughs> chapter. <laughs> I mean, that title um, alone sounds <laughs> so bad. Which is not the third movie. And it's, it's not actually, the final either, is it? It's not the last one either. <laughs> um but I was going to do one like, yeah, the kids in the house, like all the kids in the house that are abducted. I was going to play them out as Velma and Shaggy. Yeah. But then Shelly's like, no, there's got to be a better one. And then I found this. I'm like, of course, Velma. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daphne's already there. Yep. Fred's already there. We've got the whole crew. It's so, so good. Uh, Dave, good job. Um, Thank thanks. You. Thanks for that. Uh, and I guess thanks for, for joining us this week, Mike. Thanks for having me. And Dave. Thanks very much. All right, so come on back next week, everyone, for... What the hell are we doing next week? What Is are it we a doing month in thing? Oh, shit, really? Uh, no. No. Yes. No, it's too early. No, it is. It is. It's the month in review. Um, it's what the hell movie? Where we're going to talk about something. <laughs> yeah, come on back next week where we're going to review a movie of something that's new that's out. We'll find something and, uh, you know, maybe we'll do a rundown of the news for the month. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and see you next week. Pew pew! All right, good job, everyone.